You're listening to the recorded live. With Minister Kenneth Trinket. To be a good father is the most important job in a man's life, but it doesn't have to be hard. Play catch, go to a park or visit a zoo, help your child with their homework, sit down together for dinner, ask them how their day was. Things get busy, and sometimes we all fall short, but the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one eight seven seven for dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Confessions of a Potentially Perfect Parent. Brought to you by AdoptUsKids.org. I might look like an adult, like a person who could possibly be a parent, but I have no idea how to talk like one. And everyone knows that if you want to be a parent, you have to sound good when you say things like, Don't make me turn this car around. Or, Because I said so. Or, Don't make me come back there. I don't even really know what those things mean. But I know that I actually believed my parents when they said them to me. How did they manage to sound so convincing? Here we go. Don't make me come back there. No, that's not tough enough at all. Kids can sense weakness. Don't make me come back there. Ooh, yeah, that's better. In fact, that kind of sounded like my dad. Weird. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who would love to listen to you practice your dad voice. Call 1-888-200-4005 or visit adoptuskids.org for more information. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. You are listening to Quiet Storm Inspirations with Minister Kenneth Jenkins. Dad, remember when you asked me, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, shh, I want to get paid. Well, right after that, you said, there's no job called getting paid. Really? I said that? Yeah. And that's exactly what I knew. I wanted to go to college. You never know which moments will be the ones they remember forever. So take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one eight seven seven four dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Good evening and welcome to Quiet Storm Inspirations here on Talk Show and Jam Radio. If you're on, if you have a Facebook page account, then you can catch me on Facebook Live right now on Talk Show and Jam Radio. Happy Father's Day to all of you. This is Bob Carlisle and Father's Love on Quiet Storm Inspirations. Talks you and Jam Radio. Good evening to all of you.
Listen to Morning Inspirations on Sunday mornings at 6am Eastern Time, right here. You know, today, we have kids being born on drugs. A lot of people hooked on prescribed medicine. But you know what? My mama drugged me when I was a little boy. Now, let me explain to you what I'm saying. Mama drove me to church. Mama drove me to Sunday school. She said, Father, this road that I'm putting you on is the only thing that will see you through. You don't have to sniff Oh, it ain't no danger in the water. <laughs> 
Blue Jack with a lost soul, but he's moving on full steam. He's chasing the American dream. He's gonna give his family finer things. Good evening, and you you are listening 
to question Mr. Richards here on Talk Show and Jerry Radio and as well as live on Facebook on Facebook.com, if you have a Facebook page, you can catch me on there as we speak right now. That was Casting Crowns in American Dream. Before that, the Cancer Spirituals and Drug Me. You're listening to Quest and Inspirations on Talk Show and, and Jam Radio and also live on Facebook. Here are the whinings.
African as daddy said was a clown Son, this is what I expect you to do Have a back by ten and not by two You see, that's my little girl and I love her a lot And it's time my temper's a little hard Perfect Parent, brought to you by AdoptUsKids.org. I might look like an adult, like a person who could possibly be a parent, but I have no idea how to talk like one. And everyone knows that if you want to be a parent, you have to sound good when you say things like, Don't make me turn this car around, or Because I said so, or Don't make me come back there. I don't even really know what those things mean. But I know that I actually believed my parents when they said them to me. How did they manage to sound so convincing? Here we go. Don't make me come back there. No, that's not tough enough at all. Kids can sense weakness. Don't make me come back there. Ooh, yeah, that's better. In fact, that kind of sounded like my dad. Weird. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who would love to listen to you practice your dad voice. Call 1-888-200-4005 or visit adoptuskids.org for more information. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. When should a pastor refuse to perform a wedding ceremony? With a word of caution for today's pastors, here's attorney David Gibbs, Jr. of the Christian Law Association. An elderly couple decided to marry, but they did not want to get a marriage license since they would then lose some of their Social Security benefits. They asked a pastor to perform the wedding, but the pastor was not sure if he should help the couple. He contacted the Christian Law Association for advice. 
One of our attorneys explained that a legal marriage in his state requires a license. If this couple has a ceremony and later attempts to pass themselves off as married, they are committing fraud against the federal government. Our attorney recommended the pastor in this case should not perform this illegal marriage. If it's been a while since you've been to our website, you really ought to check it out. ChristianLaw.org is a virtual tool shed of legal tools, legal advice for pastors and ministries, answers to difficult questions, links to helpful PDF files, and much more. Then there's our Legal Alert newsletter and a link that lets you contact a CLA attorney. So check it all out at ChristianLaw.org. Again, that's ChristianLaw.org. Thanks for joining us today. To be a good father is the most important job in a man's life, but it doesn't have to be hard. Play catch, go to a park or visit a zoo, help your child with their homework, sit down together for dinner, ask them how their day was. Things get busy, and sometimes we all fall short, but the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one eight seven seven for dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Listen to Morning Inspirations on Sunday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, right here.
person who could possibly be a parent, but I have no idea how to talk like one. And everyone knows that if you want to be a parent, you have to sound good when you say things like, don't make me turn this car around, or because I said so, or don't make me come back there. I don't even really know what those things mean. But I know that I actually believed my parents when they said them to me. How did they manage to sound so convincing? Here we go. Don't make me come back there. No, that's not tough enough at all. Kids can sense weakness. Don't make me come back there. Ooh, yeah, that's better. In fact, that kind of sounded like my dad. Weird. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who would love to listen to you practice your dad voice. Call 1-888-200-4005 or visit adoptuskids.org for more information. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. Can you tell if the surfaces in this kitchen are crawling with bacteria that could cause chronic arthritis? Listen. Can't, can you? You can't see it either. Wash surfaces, utensils, and hands frequently with soapy water while preparing food, especially when handling raw meats or eggs. Raw food may contain bacteria that can make you very sick or worse. One in six Americans will get sick from food poisoning this year, and roughly 3,000 will die. But you can keep your family safer by cleaning with soap and water as you go. Learn more about this and other important information. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. That's foodsafety.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council.
T.D. Jakes and Shirley Murdoch and the lady, her lover, and her lord. Send that out to all of those who have just gotten married today or had celebrating a wedding anniversary. Good evening to you and yours. Congratulations and many, many more years. <laughs> Oh, 
Cornstone Inspirations on Tokyo and Jam Radio. It would be a sky that's never sunny. It would be a bee that can't make honey. Falling snow that never melts Like always hearing of your touch But never fails It's like the base That holds no doubt Never wanna sleep without
Keep and know. 
This is the smoothest sounds on the net. Quite strong. Inspiration.
no matter what you're going through, I know that you can stand. For your life is in. In His hand. No matter what may come my way. No matter what may come my way. 
know you can make it. I know you can. No matter what may come my way, thank you, God.
This is Noah's Ark. Now, why was it so big? Answers with Ken Ham, co-author of the best-selling The New Answers book. You know, one of the most frequently asked questions posed by skeptics concerns how Noah got all the animals on the ark. You see, mocking evolutionists claim, well, Noah couldn't have fit the supposed millions of animals needed. But Noah didn't need that many animals. Only representatives of each kind of land-dwelling, air-breathing animal were to go on board. Our research scientists have shown that there can be many different species within each kind. For example, there are dingoes, wolves, coyotes, domestic dogs, and all these belong to the same kind. Plus, the Bible says the ark was huge. Perhaps only a half of the ark space was needed for the animals. So why was it so big? Well, maybe it was because God allowed room for people who might repent and come on board and thus be saved. But only Noah's family believed. You know, Noah's ark is really a picture of salvation, and Christ is our modern-day ark of salvation. We'll answer your questions about the ark and flood of Noah in our new pocket guide, available to you for a donation of any size today. To get this excellent 95-page ark guide, call us toll-free 24 hours a day at one 888 89 answers. We'll also send you information about the Noah's Ark we're building. For the excellent guide, call 888-89-ANSWERS or on our website of answersoffer.org. This is Anne Graham Lotz with Daily Light for Daily Living. What seemingly impossible task has God given you to do? Have you done it or are you procrastinating? What if Noah had procrastinated and told God he would build the ark but at a time when he felt more capable or when his financial situation was more stable or when his family was more self-sufficient or when it was just more convenient. If Noah had the attitude many of us do when God gives us an assignment beyond our ability, he would have been totally unprepared for the horrifying devastation when it struck, and we wouldn't be here today to talk about it. Instead of procrastinating, Noah obeyed without question or hesitation. Genesis 6.22 says that he did everything just as God commanded him. Listen to me. What is your impossible task? Obey God just as he has commanded. You'll be glad you did. This is Anne Graham Lotz.
Jesus love. Thank you for listening to in tuning in and dropping in. <laughs> Be sure to join us on tomorrow morning at six AM for more inspirations and of course tonight tomorrow night it is for Nation Talk here at eight PM Eastern Town Talk Show Dan Radio. Until then, God bless you and good night.
that I have done. I'm sorry for my sin. It's my sin that puts you on that cross. And I'm sorry. I don't want to live in rebellion to you anymore. I ask you to forgive me. And tonight I open my heart and I invite you into my life to be my Savior and my Lord. I believe, Jesus, you are the Son of God. I believe you died for me to pay the price for all the wrong things that I've committed against God and against man. I believe that on the third day, by the power of God, you were raised from the dead as living proof that my trust in you tonight is not in vain. I believe that as Christ was raised from the dead, so tonight, Almighty God, you are raising me from the dead, from the death of sin. You are giving me a new life, the life of Jesus Christ. Oh God, on my testimony and the belief in my heart, and according to your word, at this moment, I believe I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. Oh, let me ask you, friends, in closing tonight, have you done this? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you obeyed the gospel? Have you come to that obedience of faith? Have you come to that place of true repentance and true faith? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? Have you turned around? Have you forsaken your sin? And are you trusting alone tonight in Jesus Christ for your salvation? For there is no other way. There is no other message. For there is no other way. There is no other message. Oh, come to Him. Come to the Saviour tonight. Come to Him just as you are. Come to Him in your sin. Come to Him in all your needs. And cast yourself upon His mercy and upon His infinite grace. And cast yourself upon His mercy and upon His infinite grace. And cast yourself truly to Him. You too will enter into that joy of sins forgiven, peace with God, and eternal, abundant life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. How can I say thanks for the things you have done for me?
Is going to be. 
radio network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins 